Tony Velasquez here the news making the headlines in the Philippines and across the globe on the COVID-19 pandemic. A powerful storm is adding to the Philippines' troubles. The Weather Bureau Pagasa says Typhoon Ambo has made landfall over San Policarpio town in eastern Samar. Heavy to intense rains are expected to hit the area along with Sorsogon, Albay and Tikau Island which are all under signal number 3. Signal number 2 meanwhile is up over the southern portion of Quezon, as well as Camarines Sur and Marinduque. Pagasa warns of flooding and possible storm surges along coastal areas. Forecasters say the storm could affect COVID-19 response operations. Shift ends. Doon sa mga ibang hospitals, yun Typhoon Ambo is forecast to exit the Philippines by Tuesday morning. Evacuation orders are now in place in parts of northern Samar due to Typhoon Ambo. We'll get the details from our regional correspondent, Jeanette Ruedas. Rains and strong winds are already being felt in Mapanas northern Samar, which is under signal number three. The local government earlier this morning, through the Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Office, ordered a forced evacuation of residents of the different barangays ahead of the landfall of Typhoon Ambo later today. Among those being evacuated are residents living in the coastal areas and flood-prone areas. Schools and churches in the town are being used as evacuation centers. The local government assures the public health protocols are strictly followed to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Work in government offices is also suspended due to Typhoon Ambo. Jeanette Ruedas, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Health Department is reminding authorities that social distancing and health measures against COVID-19 should still be observed in areas that will be affected by Typhoon Ambo. Several areas in the Visayas are in the path of the storm and local governments are already conducting preemptive evacuations. We separate uh, each family. No? So sana po may patupad natin yan ngayon para kahit pa paano ay meron po tayo ng sinasabi nating uh, minimum health standards to prevent a further infection. Malacanang is assuring the public authorities are ready to implement social distancing and to help evacuees. Sapat na po ang ating mga relief goods, handa na po ang ating mga evacuation centers at ipapatupad po ang social distancing on a per-family basis. So yan naman po ay um, pinaghandaan na ng mga otoridad. The provincial government of Albay is implementing a preemptive evacuation. The province is already under signal number three due to Typhoon Ambo. Jose Caritero filed this report. Albayanos are now bracing for the possible effects of Typhoon Ambo. In Ginubatan, Albay, the local government unit started preemptive evacuation yesterday afternoon. Some 514 families in Barangay Manila and Tandarora were evacuated. Mayor Gemma Unghoko of Ginubatan says these families are prone to flooding and lahar flow from Mayon Volcano. They are now safely housed in the identified evacuation centers in Ginubatan town proper. But due to the threat of coronavirus, social distancing is being implemented in the evacuation centers. According to Mayor Unghoko, evacuees are also advised to use face masks. 
In Libon Town, farmers have already started harvesting their farm produce since Tuesday. Most of these produce are vegetables and some upland crops. The provincial government of Albay have instructed all respective local government units to implement evacuation today, especially, or especially those living in areas at risk to flooding, landslides, lahar flow, and storm surge. Dr. Cedric Daep, the head of Albay Provincial Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Office, says some 300 families will be evacuated in the province. The evacuation started since last night, and that said these residents must be in the evacuation centers until this afternoon. The weather is still fine here in Albay Rain, though we are experiencing intermittent light rain. Sorsagon Governor Francis Escudera says they have enough funds for calamity response as the province braces for the onslaught of Typhoon Ambo. Escudero adds they have enough evacuation centers to accommodate residents who may be displaced by the typhoon. He also says they have temporarily blocked the entry of vehicles transiting to Visayas and Mindanao. We prohibited entry of transiting vehicles, trucks, um, and other delivery vans because Matnok does not have enough facilities to accommodate them. Mm -hmm. And we would not be able to follow mandated social distancing rules mm -hmm. and mandated issuances by the province if we would allow them entry. Besides, it's safer for them to stay in um, Legazpi or Albay where there are more facilities comparing it to Matnok. They won't be allowed to travel anyway while there is still a storm signal. The Philippines records 258 new COVID-19 cases, pushing the nationwide tally to 11,876. 18 new deaths were also reported, bringing the death toll to 790. The ABS-CBN analytics team says the 188 new cases in the national capital region are the highest in more than two weeks. The entire Philippines is still under a community quarantine. That's the clarification given by the president's spokesman, Harry Roque. He cited changes in the resolution approved by the Interagency Task Force on Emerging Infectious Diseases, which places low-risk areas under a general community quarantine. Roque also lays down other recommendations approved by the task force. Uh, Naaproban din po na ang mga land-based or sea-based OFWs ay papayagan pong umalis para sa abroad. Kailangan lang po na magsumiti sila at lumagda ng deklarasyon na alam po nila ang risk na kanilang uh, haharapin kung sila po ay pupunta sa kanilang mga trabaho. Hindi po kasama dito yung mga health professionals. Kilinaro po ng IATF na mga LGUs ay pinahihintulutan na po bumili at gumamit ng mga antibody test, yung rapid uh, testing kits po na aprobado ng FDA. Alinsunod po to sa sinabi ng presidente, siya pong mananagot um, sa paggamit ng rapid test kits. Meanwhile, Vince Dizon, the deputy chief implementer of the Philippine government's response against COVID-19, says the country now has the capacity to test at least 8,700 persons per day. Testing laboratories are now at 30, which the government aims to increase to 66 by the end of this month. But Dizon says the Philippines is still way behind its daily testing target of 30,000. Maganda po ang ating uh, improvement nung nakaraang linggo. Pero kung tatanungin niyo po ako at tatanungin niyo po ang uh, IATF, masaya po ba tayo dito? Ang sagot po natin ay hindi. 
dahil marami po tayong kailangan pang habulin, lalong-lalo na meron tayong ngayong backlog na umaabot na sa 7,000 tests nationwide. No? Kailangan po nating i-address itong backlog na ito at Uh, ngayon po, ang kinaganda po nito kahapon ay nakipagpulong po tayo sa lahat ng laboratorio sa buong Pilipinas. Kasama na po ang mga pribadong laboratorio para maghanap ng solusyon para dito. At nakahanap po tayo ng solusyon at kampanti po tayo sa tulong ng ating mga private partners ay sa loob ng dalawang linggo ay mauubos natin itong backlog na ito. The Philippine Department of Labor and Employment is set to enforce strict health protocols for industries and establishments that will reopen on May 16th. Labor Secretary Silvestre Bello III says these guidelines are meant to ensure a safe workplace for employees. Some of the protocols include a daily temperature check, the mandatory wearing of face masks, and the procurement of medical supplies such as disinfectants. Meanwhile, for the industries that are not yet allowed to reopen, the Labor Department will hand out cash assistance to their affected workers. Well, meron pa rin, meron pa rin yung, ano, yung camp namin kasi hindi pa naman lahat ng mga workers na dumaan sa amin ay nabayaran. We still have, ano, may utang pa kami, 117 million, pero yun ay napadala namin through yung, yung remittance center. Yung iba may ATM sila, doon namin pinadala. So, mababayaran na lahat yung mga workers natin na hindi nakapagtrabaho dahil nakakwarantin sila. Yun namang mga iba, kasi hanggang doon lang pundo ng Department of Labor and Employment. Yung mga iba na pinroses namin, there are about 1 million of them, i-endorse na namin uh, Sec. Martin sa Department of Finance and SSS dahil sila ay may bagong programa, yung Small Business Wage Subsidy Program. Sila na ngayon ang magbibigay ng cash assistance. The Philippine Agriculture Department is proposing a 66 billion peso stimulus package to help the agriculture sector get back on its feet amid the pandemic. Agriculture Secretary William Dar says some of the poorest Filipinos belong to the agriculture sector and adds it is high time to help farmers and fisherfolk climb up the poverty line. Dar adds boosting the agriculture sector will also ensure the Philippines' food security during these trying times. We have seen the impacts of this pandemic and uh, even uh, globally, nationally, locally. And we feel it is necessary to elevate our resiliency as a country, resiliency in many ways, ensuring uh, food security and when I say Ensuring food security, we need to elevate our food sufficiency level. Now, increasing uh, food sufficiency level means you are more food secure than ever. Uh, so that, that's what we are saying, that this time around, this is now the time during for this new economy that agriculture must be elevated. Around 600,000 farmers and fisherfolk are expected to benefit from the stimulus package. The measure is now up for approval in Congress. The new coronavirus may never go away. That's the warning of the World Health Organization as more countries begin to ease their lockdown restrictions. The WHO says there could be a second wave of infections and that populations around the world should learn to live with the coronavirus.
there's a long, long way to go before there's going to be any bells unrung in, in, in this response. Uh, so uh, I think we need to be uh, clear about that. Uh, countries, as you've seen, are trying to find a path out and a path towards uh, a, a new normal, as many people have put it, and we're going to be on that pathway for a long, long time. And as we've seen in some countries, even a small uh, uh, recurrence of disease can cause and the need for a serious response in terms of the public health response. So I think we're going to have to remain on alert, stay the course, and uh, ensure that we're ready to respond. COVID-19 emerged from China late last year. It has since infected more than 4.3 million and killed nearly 300,000 worldwide, according to the tally of the Johns Hopkins University. Recoveries, meanwhile, are at 1.5 million. The chair of the Philippine House Committee on Legislative Franchises, Franz Alvarez, says they have received the reply of the National Telecommunications Commission to its show cause order. Alvarez issued the order asking NTC officials why they should not be held in contempt for reneging on their commitment to give ABS-CBN a temporary permit to operate pending congressional action on its franchise renewal. The NTC argues it was bound to shut down ABS-CBN and says it did not issue a provisional authority because it respects and recognizes the sole prerogative of Congress to issue legislative franchises to broadcast companies. The NTC adds it also considered the warning of the Solicitor General that its members could face criminal charges if they issued a provisional authority. NTC officials apologized to lawmakers for failing to notify them of their decision. Well, ABS-CBN says it is looking forward to participating in the franchise renewal process and thanked House leaders for the bill granting it a provisional operating fra operational franchise and for recognizing the company's role in bringing information during this time of crisis. The network says it stands ready to respond to the issues raised against it. It adds it remains open to constructive suggestions on how to improve and better serve the Filipino people. Presidential spokesperson Harry Roque says he expects President Duterte to sign the bill granting ABS-CBN a provisional franchise. Not only the best move, it's the only move under our Constitution because it's very clear po, no, na tanging Kongreso lang po ang pupwedeng mag-grant ng franchise or mag-revoke ng franchise para sa mga broadcast companies. Inaasahan ko naman po na kung wala naman pong constitutional infirmity, pipirmahan naman po ito ng Presidente dahil pinarating na niya ang mensahe sa mga miyembro ng Kongreso, he is neutral, do your constitutional function. The Philippine Senate aims to pass the provisional franchise of media giant ABS-CBN before Congress adjourns in the, uh, the first week of June. But Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drillon admits the upper chamber may be unable to introduce amendments to the lower house's version of the bill. Senator Drillon explains that some senators think the provisional authority should be extended up to 2022. A revision could delay the bill's passage. Expect this to be on the floor by the last week of May, mm -hmm. and um, and be with the president uh, uh, first week of June. Now, whether or not the president will sign it or will sign it immediately or the end of the month, I do not know. So, uh, in in and an, in an ideal world, yes, uh, ABS-CBN can come back in June, but uh, in times of pandemic, I do not know. 
Meanwhile, Senator Dillon is seeking to close a gap in the law that could prevent a repeat of ABS-CBN's current predicament. This is a painful experience for all of us. Uh, we, the, our, 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 the freedom of speech was put in jeopardy. Uh, this should not be repeated. And the bill that I filed will amend the administrative code so that while the application for franchise renewal is pending in Congress, then the franchise is automatically extended to up to the life of that Congress. And this is consistent with the practice uh, in both houses of Congress up to today. The Philippine National Police is now preparing a criminal case against Metro Manila Police Chief Debold Sinas over his controversial birthday party. And that's according to presidential spokesperson Harry Roque, who says cases will also be filed against other senior police officials who attended the gathering during the lockdown. The criminal cases are expected to be filed tomorrow. The PNP is also getting the required clearance from the office of the president regarding the filing of administrative charges against Sinas, who is a presidential appointee. Roque earlier said that Executive Secretary Salvador Medialdea has also ordered a probe on the matter. While the pandemic has shut down bars in Japan, the Japanese have found a safe alternative. As this report tells us, the Japanese who are staying at home are now saying kampai to strangers online. The beer cans are cracked open, the cheers are shouted. But this Japanese nomikai, or drinking party, is all virtual. The country's bars and izakaya pubs are all shut. Enter Toknom, a platform that stepped in to keep the good times rolling. Its Japanese name, Tokunomu, literally means drinking at home. And it's helped school teacher Anzu raise a glass with friends. My meetup was initially planned at a karaoke parlor, but all of them are closed now so I had to cancel. I was looking for another way to interact with people and found Tacnum. Talknom's drawn in millions of users in just two months. Its secret to success may be its simplicity. It allows users to create a video chat room, but it doesn't need to download or sign up. Instead, you just share a link with anyone you like and up to 12 people per party. Japan is still under a state of emergency until May. While there's no legal force to keep people home, some workplaces and restaurants are still shut. But get-togethers are key to socialising and team-building in Japan. Talknom's CEO, Takashi Kiyose, only wanted a service to help people meet up while avoiding mass gatherings. It's seen a blowout success and he's had to hire four new part-time staff. 2.4 million people have used our service so far. I didn't expect this impact at all, and I'm extremely happy. For Japanese locals who are big fans of a drinking party, this app allows them to continue some of the usual revelry they get up to in bars, but in the comfort of their own home. And those are the latest. I'm Tony Velasquez. For more updates, you can subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.